Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Welcome to 716 Together, a Western New York audio town hall presentation of Cumulus Media Buffalo, designed to inform, inspire, and empower our community on issues that affect us all. Welcome to 716 Together. I'm your host, Tammy Lee Demler. Joining me today, we have Chelsea Tor- Torgalski, and we also have Allie Brady, who both have very different positions in the Alzheimer's Association of Western New York. Um, one is education and outreach, that's Chelsea. And then we have Allie, who is, uh, I would say, head of the, the, the fun events manager, but the constituent events manager, uh, the, kind of the president of fun, I like to say, uh, but good for a good cause, because it's really fundraising and doing good things about the, the organization. I also led in with, it's been two years, we've been not really able to get together in person to talk uh, by our, uh, other than by Zoom. So what's happened? In, in your organization though, over the last two years? Have you guys, like bring us up to speed with anything with the Alzheimer's Association, if you could. Either one of you can go first. So for the last two years, we have been um, doing programs strictly virtual, um, but next month coming up in May, we will be returning to in-person programs. Um, and what we mean by that means that we will be able to do care consultations in person, meeting with families. We will be back to hosting our in-person education programs and support groups. Um, our, our walks will be in person this fall, which we are so excited for. Um, and lots more fun things coming down the pipeline um, in regards to programming. We still will be hosting some virtual and hybrid support programs, seeing that, you know, the the virtual aspect of the pandemic has been a silver lining for some in being able to access programs a little bit easier. Um, But we are so excited to get back in the communities that we serve and back in person with our caregivers. I think we're all starting to, I don't know, I don't want to say recognize what we missed or, you know, appreciate what you have. All of those, I think, sounds somewhat cliche, but they're so true. You know, I have, I, you know, I never, I think, ever missed so much as to like being in person for a meeting or, or doing a walk or an activity when you, you know, you really do value what you don't have or you lose, you know, and so now getting that back is exciting. I imagine that you guys will probably be overwhelmed with good participation for your events and for your caregiverships and all of those things. Uh, but let's start, if you don't mind, with uh, the, the the events, because I know people are like, okay, tell us when this is happening. I know it's still a little bit away, but people like to plot it out. I'm already fl- into July and August with planning all of my summer stuff. So I'm going to let Allie start with that because that's kind of the fun stuff. And then we'll get back to Chelsea with the caregivership and such. Perfect. Well, thank you, Tammy Lee. And thank you for naming me the president of fun. No pressure. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's uh, the good guy in Candyland. So thank you. Um, so we have so many exciting events coming up and we'll talk about walk first because that is our, our big kind of branded event. So it's the walk to Alzheimer's. We have six walks that will be occurring from September 24th until October 15th. So it's a good chunk. Uh, we love the weekends. It's a good time to walk, but we are walking in Buffalo, Chautauqua, Genesee, Wyoming counties, Niagara County, Orleans, Orleans, and the Southern Tier. Um, so if you're in 
really anywhere in Western New York, we have a walk for you. Um, we have uh, teams that are um, that the walks are made of and individual walkers, and we just try to raise money and support. My dog has a toy. Okay, there you go. My dog <laughs> is walking this year. It's a, some of them are dog friendly. There you go. Um, but they are uh, really just um, us in your community, and they're all communities that um, we represent with um, social workers that, like mm -hmm. Chelsea and her teams, they're all in these counties. Um, we have other um, events such as Around the Table, which is a food-focused fundraiser, which is great alliteration, and that highlights the connections we make with family and friends. So in, with Alzheimer's, it's about memories, and we we so often try to recreate these memories and hold on to memories. So what we want to do is bring everyone around their kitchen table, their dining room table, and just um, create memories. So that's one of those events. That's June 8th. Uh, that will be online, so you can do that event. Uh, there is a charity 5K and a 1K walk, which is Run Jimmy Run. That's on May 21st. It's in Delaware Park. And that race is um, is in honor of, in memory of uh, former Mayor Jim Griffin. Um, he passed away in 2008 from sporadic Crutzfeld Jacobs disease, which is CDJ, and that's a form of dementia, our association and I'm sure Chelsea can talk about this. We don't just provide care and consultation to Alzheimer's um, caregivers and patients, but also people suffering with dementia as well and other forms of dementia. So that race is uh, goes is 100% for our community. The money raised stays local, as do all of our walks and all of our fundraisers. So there's that. And then a really cool one we're doing, uh, wait, there's more, is uh, the longest day, which um, traditionally is celebrated on the summer solstice, which is uh, June 21st, the longest day of the year. And, um, uh, but you can choose any day in June and it's uh, June is Alzheimer's and Brain Aware Awareness Month. And you're supposed to create a fundraiser or go to one or attend one. And it's uh, another way to raise money for um, Alzheimer's. You are busy. I know. So much fun. See, a president of fun. I've got a lot. I know. I know. The well, crown is heavy. <laughs> and the burden light. You can do it. You can do it. It's for a good cause. What's yeah. a better way that, I mean, than to have fun for a good cause? Now, people should know that they, uh, you know, that during the co year of COVID, though, you were all doing things virtually, obviously. But but now, again, it's loosening up. You're able to do these things in person. If people have kind of just heard a snippet of the activities you listed, are they available on your website so people can take a look at where and when, the dates and such? Yes, they all are available online at our website, um, alls.org slash Western New York, right? And then um, also if you use Google, just Google Alzheimer's Association Western New York, and we will pop up. Okay. Um, and um, the great thing is some of our, if, if, you're, if some people are still, unsure of um, in person, all of our events have um, the opportunity to still fundraise and and um, participate virtually. So our, our 5K, what, we have someone from Michigan who signed up who's going to do a 5K um, in their town. So it's we have this available if you're comfortable in person or not. So that's that's really good. You had mentioned funds that are raised and you, they stay in Western New York local what do they what do you use them for primarily i mean is there is hopefully i i'm always hoping that there's research being done that has a good outcome i want to hear good news and you're you guys will be the ones that'll break that news i know you're gonna get there but you know is it partly research and and you know 
give me some information as to like the hope for tomorrow, because I need a little bit of hope because everybody knows somebody who has had dementia. So when our funds stay locally, a lot of times they are contributed back to our programs that directly serve people living with dementia and their caregivers. Our national office, though, um, does oversee a lot of different research projects. We are actually one of the largest non-for-profit, actually the largest non-for-profit supporter of Alzheimer's and dementia research. So there is a small portion of our funds here that go also to this larger um, research program through Mm -hmm. our national office. Um, We know, like you said, that not only do our caregivers and the people living with dementia that we serve need, um, you know, the the programs and and the things to help them now, but they need hope. Um, We need something to help the future generations um, and especially even those living with the disease now. Um, So that is a big portion of our mission through the organization um, and something that we is definitely a high priority for us nationally. And I think, and as you so, so well said, you know, the, the kind of the umbrella of dementia has many things underneath it. It's not just Alzheimer's. So people might say, well, you know, there's no Alzheimer's in my family. You know, I don't need to worry about that. But there's dementia from other causes, you know, cardiovascular mm-hmm. strokes and, you know, vascular dementias that, you know, many of us are at risk for. So not everybody is, you can even be feeling that they're that, you know, isolated from that. So I guess the thing is everybody's affected by this and everybody can be benefited by really investing not only time and energy, but also, you know, fundraising efforts. And and I know that you also have volunteers. So somebody may not have, right now we're all in a tough spot with COVID. Some people are unemployed and they have nothing to give, but they want to give time or energy or effort. So what can volunteers do if they had some time to be able to to donate to you uh, in lieu of funds? Volunteers are the heart and soul of our organization. So we know there's 6 million people living with dementia or Alzheimer's disease specifically in the United States. And we could never serve or reach all of those people um, without volunteers. You know, just us as staff, we could never do it by ourselves. So we have volunteers that help facilitate our support groups, teach our education programs. We have so many volunteers that help us put on the wonderful events that Allie mentioned. We could never pull it off without them. Um, We have volunteers that come into the office and help us with different administrative um, kind of tasks. We have um, volunteers that table at different community events and help tell people about the work that we do. Um, So we have a lot of different avenues um, and ways that people can get involved and volunteer. Um, Our community engagement director, Courtney, is wonderful at just chatting with people and seeing what they're interested in, what kind of time they have to give, and helping um, them find a volunteer role that's that'll be great for them, that they'll really enjoy. I think too, again, promoting your organization as wonderful as it is, I'm, you, don't, you don't need me to promote it, but I think that one of the great things to be able to say is that you can donate your time and help a, a really great cause, right? Being able to do that, but also networking with people. People have been isolated for so long this last mm-hmm. two years. What better way than to, you know, break the ice a little bit and getting back out there with helping with other people who are helping for the same cause. So, um, but you have a lot of opportunities for people to help. So they'll, they'll just need to be directed to, to that point person. I wanted to talk about some of your educational 
programs. I know that this was one area also, and we're going to come back to the president for fun. So don't think you're off the hook, Allie, but we got to get the serious <laughs> stuff out of the way here first. So education, community education, awareness. What is it that you're offering now, like with the current circumstances with the pandemic chilling down and everybody getting, getting back out? So we have some really fun events <laughs> coming up education wise. So maybe not as much fun as Allie, but hopefully, um, you know, we can we can throw a little bit of fun in there here and there. But um, actually, I have to say I was at an event this Saturday and I don't know how many times I told the audience, I'm so excited to be back in person with you guys. <laughs> but um, so but we do have some really fun events coming up over the next couple months. Um, first, we have our Dementia Caregiver Conference up at Niagara County Community College, and that will be May 26th. So we will be presenting on a couple different topics related to caregiving for someone with dementia. We'll be giving you tips on how to communicate with your loved one, um, ideas on how that might change as the disease progresses. We're also gonna have a guest speaker from Care Patrol. Um, she will be coming to talk about different care options and how to arrange those for your loved ones. So everything from home care all the way up to long-term care placement. Um, we'll be having different vendor tables so people can learn about the resources in their community. Um, so it's it'll be one of our first conferences actually um, since COVID. So we are very excited to get back in the swing of things with that. Um, earlier in May, we will also be doing a safety resource fair at the Amherst Center for Senior Services. That'll be on May 5th in the evening. Um, so we'll be providing refreshments and we'll be talking specifically about common safety concerns that caregivers often find themselves um, worrying about or concerned about. Um, and we'll be giving them tools and resources um, and giveaways and things like that to help them keep their loved ones safe at home. More of 716 Together coming up in just a moment. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kumal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And so. you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. I, Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum, wherever you listen. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Welcome back to 716 Together, a weekly forum to inform, inspire, and empower Western New York. Oh, can you give us any of those little tidbits? I know that that's probably maybe not that you're presenting, but do you have any tips that you've picked up that you could share with us just to get people kind of thinking along those lines? I mean, one thing I would be worried about would be somebody wandering out, you know, mm -hmm. somebody who has the able body, but their mind is failing and they're still functioning enough to be able to leave and then get lost. I mean, that to me is so frightening as, you know, a person caring for somebody who has that, or if I was, if I were the person who was confused, that just, I think that is one of the main fears I, most people would probably have. 
Wandering is definitely the top concern that we have with um, with caregivers a lot of times. We know that six out of 10 people with dementia will wander at some course um, or at some point throughout the course of the disease. And a lot of times I feel like when families are calling after some scenario, wandering scenario has occurred, um, it, it may necessar- not necessarily be something that they were prepared for or that they um, had, had witnessed in their loved one beforehand. You know, there's, there's some people that it's a common behavior that's always going on. Caregivers are constantly trying to manage it, but some of the scariest scenarios come up when caregivers tell me, you know, um, I, he hasn't gotten out of that chair in months. And then all of a sudden I turned my back and he was gone. So you just, you never know when it's going to come up. That's why as, um, our care consultants through our helpline and through our care consultations and education programs, we try and provide people with tips on how to reduce the risk, um, as well as tools. So there's things like door alarms that can alert you to when the person is leaving that we can help provide. There's the medical alert plus wandering support program that can help be a safety net for emergency situations like wandering. Another big safety concern that we often um, are talking with caregivers about is driving. Uh, Uh, So driving is a very topic. Um, It's it's a huge form of independence and it's a really tough decision for families um, of when it, it is time to take away the keys. Um, and it's, it can be tough for the person with dementia as well to make that decision. So we have um, our care consultants as well can help you talk through that. We also have our partnership with the ECMC driver evaluation program, which um, a lot of caregivers that we worked with has found very helpful getting that professional opinion from the licensed occupational therapist and, you know, giving their loved one that opportunity um, to see if they are still able to drive or not. And that's a lot of emotion, as you mentioned, for both sides, because, you know, that person who is, you know, challenged with that dementia is, and I can only imagine, you know, trying to fight against that inevitability. And, you know, that's, that's their own, that's your way of being able to have your own identity, to be able to have that empowerment. I mean, you're, you're really kind of, I think some people might think giving up on me if I, if I let that happen. So that's a, that's a tough situation. In my family, it's happened where, you know, my aunt, my uncle went through that and, um, you know, they, they were very blessed with the Alzheimer's Association for helping. And I he, my uncle didn't have Alzheimer's. He had dementia, vascular dementia. So you all were so helpful. Even out in California, that California chapter uh, was, was really part of the, the success of being able to have dignity and um, being able to, you know, a, be challenged through that, but being able to have somebody there right with you. And that's one of the things I think important about having conversations like this is that somebody listening today may say, doesn't really affect me right now, but they'll remember when they have any chance of having that be a problem in their life, that there is this association, that the, you are there for them. Uh, I've had people frequently say, you know, I it wasn't really relatable to me at the time, but it was interesting, but I remembered then I was able to reach out. If somebody is listening today and they want to be part of any of those educational seminars, you know, or do they ha- can they can they join in anonymously or remotely? Maybe they just want to listen; they don't want to participate. Uh, is there a way to just kind of listen in and not be a, p- a part of the um, interaction? I know some people just like to observe. Yeah, so we do have our virtual programs, um, our virtual 
online programs that people can hop onto. We may message you privately and ask for your information for our confidential attendance purposes. Mm -hmm. um, so we can let, you know, um, our funders and folks know how important and needed these programs are. But yeah, our virtual programs, you can hop on anonymously. Um, you can even ask questions to us privately. Um, we may repeat your question to the audience, but not who, you know, identify it. <laughs> because I'm sure, yeah, because I'm sure a lot of people are probably wondering the same thing you are. Yeah. Um, you know how that goes. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's what's also kind of nice about our virtual programs. Um, although, you know, we, we feel like people shouldn't feel that way. There is a stigma associated with memory loss and this disease. Mm -hmm. uh, we are trying to break that stigma. We're trying to bring more awareness to the support and how many other people are dealing with it. Um, at the event on Saturday, um, there was actually a gentleman with dementia who was there and, you know, he came up to me after and he thought it was so incredible to know that there's 6 million other people going through that. Um, so just know that, yep, you can absolutely come anonymously, but know that there's so many other people dealing with what you, what you are as well. The remote option also allows people who might be caregiving in their home mm -hmm. to be able to be part of your group. I mean, I, I think there have been unintended consequences that have been beneficial in being able to offer this remote experience to the degree that people want to do either one. So mm -hmm. that's awesome. Thank you, Chelsea. Now back to fun, Allie. We're going get, <laughs> to get back to fun. You had mentioned at the top of the hour uh, a lot of activities that are happening. The most, the most, the most let's say the, the soonest one is dated. What day is that happening? That is on May 21st, which is a Saturday. That's a okay. fun day. Yeah. <laughs> Remind us again. Let's just do kind of a little recap yeah. of what's going on. Because I, I don't think I asked you registration details and such. And Oh, not a problem. So that is Run Jimmy Run. That's the 5K charity walk, uh, charity run and walk. It's a 1K walk, which um, I believe is 0.62 miles. So if you're going just a little over a half mile, you can do that as well. Um, it's family friendly. Um, it's at Delaware Park. Okay, that's where I was um, going to say. It, it, yeah. Where was the launch point? Because that's a lovely park. It's, I think, it's one of the most beautiful here and around. Yeah, it's um, it's beautiful. It's enclosed. So you're safe. There's plenty of parking. Um, you know, I, I hear it's going to be a beautiful day that day. So we're good. I feel the um, sun. I feel yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Rain doesn't ruin any events, right? Yeah, Never. No, does. it's so, true. It's true. <laughs> well, can people um, do team? Are people doing teams there? Is that part of it, or just it's a solo event? It's a solo event, but if you want to show up with your group, please do that. Um, if you want to dress up, do that. It's fun. Um, uh, there, you know, it's it's just it's just really about um, raising money for the cause. So if you want to wear a tutu, I know a lot of runners have cool gear they do for like the Shamrock Run and the Turkey Trot. So yeah, bring it on. Let's see it. You know. And and you said this is for really a kind of a memorial of of the previous mayor Jimmy Griffin, right? This is the Jimmy Griffin event. Yeah. How long have you been doing this? Because I don't know that I've I've heard of it. And I, I actually went to school with his daughter, Maureen. So uh, it's so a special Maureen, place. Yeah, yeah a special um, place in my heart. Um, Maureen is amazing. And she um, really, she really cares about, about us finding a cure. And she really is passionate about, about our organization. And um, so it used to, it started, she started in 2013. And um, it's been kind of all over, but it was um, at... I'm going to say uh, this is uh, shows I'm a Buffalonian. It was at Pilot Field. It was at Salins Field, uh, Coca-Cola Field. So it was at all of the above. <laughs> all the iterations. Um, so, 
so, but um, this is, it's a little bit more safe this year. We're trying to just because it's enclosed. And um, since it's, you know, we're back with humans again and we're excited, we want to just kind of be able to spread out and, and uh, you know, play it safe. But, you know, um, who knows about next year? I mean, we're going to have a next year, but who knows if it's going to go back or stay here, but we oh, are so be, excited. It's only going to get better. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's exciting to be at Delaware Park. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It's, he was a mayor of Buffalo and this is the, the park of Buffalo it's and so great. better way to celebrate them, you know? So now people always ask like, are you going to have concessions and will there be you know activities surrounding the walk and what time is the launch? Like what time does it start? Yeah. So um, the race starts at 9.30, so please come beforehand. We will have um, a lovely Tim Hortons coffee and um, snacks from them. So that's very exciting. So that's also very Buffalo of us. And then there will be some uh, food and uh, libations afterwards and um, an award ceremony for the top uh, racers in all the age groups. So oh, that's really great. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And then in terms of registration, I'm I'm surely getting everybody ready to register in advance, but do, do you take walk-ups but that? I feel like I'm inspired. I just feel like doing it that day. Tammy Lynn, you want, Tammy Lee, you want to, do you want to walk? Then we'll, we'll have you day of whatever okay. you like. We're just happy to have you. And we want, yeah, we want everyone there. So that's great. So that's our May yeah. event with you all. So the fast forward, I want to make sure people write these all, the, all down. <laughs> Now, while you're driving, though, um, pull over. <laughs> June, <laughs> um, June 8th is around the table. That is the uh, hybrid uh, food event we're doing. Um, that Then we also have the longest day, which well, is the. I'm going to stop you really quick. Go back yeah. to the food thing because we oh, didn't yeah. get enough information on that. So, so t- walk me through what that looks like. Yeah. So there's um, going to be a few celebrity chefs Ooh. that will prepare a meal, and um, and then. We will have it delivered or picked up. I, I don't want to, uh, it's a surprise, right? To be well, determined. Okay. To be, TBD. Uh, and um, again, it's it's um, a food-focused fundraiser, which highlights the connections we make with family and friends. It's about making memories. It's about sharing memories. And so often food does that. So many of us have a story about our grandmother or our you know dad or mom who's made you know the great sauce and you, you know, there's a great story behind it. It's been passed down. And so that's really kind of what food does. It brings us memory and. Oh yeah. The smell, the taste. So will there be people telling stories? So I'm eating this food, however it arrives to me. Will I be, I'll be eating it while somebody's telling a story or do I get to tell a story? Tell me how that works. Yeah. We'll have a, we'll have a nice, um, like, um, I I believe we're going to do sort of like a, a, like a video you're going to watch and then a, a kind of a quick, um, like a zoom sort of, um, introduction. And then we're going to let you have time with your family and friends. So it's, uh, it's not just work. It's, it's also fun. And, uh, yeah, you're going to learn some stuff too. It sounds great. I love it. And then one last, before we get back to Chelsea for some of the caregivership and information, uh, you have one more event you were going to talk about. And that was the one I just stopped you from saying, Oh, so the longest, thank yes. you, Tammy Lee. It's the longest day, which um, is traditionally celebrated on at the summer solstice, which we know is the longest day. And thankfully it's in the summer and not the winter solstice. Um, so um, it's a fundraiser. Uh, so June in itself is um, Alzheimer's and Brain Awareness Month. So sometimes you see Niagara Falls or the Peace Bridge is in purple and that's yes. why. Um, so it's a kind of create your own event on the day of or throughout June or anytime, but we really want to focus on June and you want to raise money, um, whether it's 
anything from doing a meat raffle to um, like kids do lemonade stands or, um, you know, selling chocolate candy bars or doing, um, you know, a talent show. It's anything you want, any talent you have. Um, again, it's about memories. It's about, um, you know, celebrating us and, and humans and, and memories. So I love that. And yeah. so for people to find out details about those events, again, you said you can just kind of Google the yeah. Alzheimer's Western New York. Chapter, and our, right? social, our social media pages is another really great way to stay okay. in touch with what we're doing. Our Facebook page, we're putting events on there all the time. Um, so it's definitely hop on there to stay up to date. And my mom would want to say, do they have an actual telephone? Because she's like, people uh-huh. don't always have computers. I'm like, I get it, but probably most people do. So for the benefit of my mother, do you have a telephone? <laughs> Of course. So we actually have a 24-7 helpline. <laughs> and I feel like when people hear helpline, they think that they need to be in crisis or something like that. You can call with any questions, um, big or small. And when I say small, it could be anything related to our programs or wondering how you can get involved locally, all the way up to it's three in the morning and my loved one doesn't think they're at home. How do I get them back to bed? <laughs> and, and, you know, more complex issues mm-hmm. like that. Um, So they are there around the clock for any questions you have either related to programming or related to caregiving. And give that number if you have it. Oh, and it's 800-272-3900. See, my mom, she's got me trained. I got to make sure I get it all in there. So my my grandma would say the same thing when we hold, when we hold our longest day events, she always asked us, did you get it in the paper? Did you get it in the paper? I know that's so sweet. Social media now. No, you won't get anyone with that. (laughs) Okay, grandma. (laughs) But you might get a few extra people going that route too, because there are many old school people who are, you know, it's just the way they like to get their information. So we got to catch everybody because this is such a great thing. An amazing. Do you have another thought, Ellie? Yeah. And um, just to piggyback off of what Chelsea said, um, our, our 24 hour hotline is amazing. And it's also from business hours, right? Nine to five is, is specifically run. If you call and you're from Western New York, it goes to our office. You are talking to someone in Western New York. If you call at three in the morning, no matter what, if you leave a message, it comes back to our program team. It comes back to Chelsea. So we, you will always have a local person responding to you and following up. And I have heard so many people say that that has been so helpful. And, you know, then you, you know what's going on in your county, in your city. And I, yeah. I like the idea of just, I just like the idea of not having to wait till you're in a crisis, like call early. The, the worst that can happen is that somebody can say, refer you somewhere else or say, you know what, this is the next, le- the next step. But don't be afraid to call. Don't hesitate when you have such a great organization like yours here, right? Local, I mean, national, international, you're everywhere. But here in Western New York, that is awesome. Absolutely. Do not be afraid to call. Um, And like Ali said, even if you do call after hours, technically, and you get um, someone from our our national office hotline, we do see and read all of the calls that come in after hours. And if folks need local follow-up, we will be calling you in the next day or so. If you call at three in the morning, I promise we won't be calling you at nine in the morning. (laughs) We'll be a little bit of time, but we'll find um, you. But, but we you heard it here. <laughs> that, that local follow-up. And yeah, and please don't wait to call. 
Um, and, and like Tammy said, you know, our organization, we, we can't do everything. There's a lot of things that fall under the, the care and support, um, that comes with dementia and, and caregiving for someone with dementia, but we know people who do, um, do those other things that we, we can't. So, um, not only do we provide that information and that support, but also referral sources and resources in your community as well. Great place to end. You guys are awesome. And I hate to say you're out of time, but no. again, I'll have you out. You, we talked about an August date where we'll be able to maybe get you back in the station in real time or by Zoom, even if that's if that has to happen. But please let us know. We look forward to talking to you again as the other events come close. Good luck with the current ones that you have in your queue. And we'll look at uh, seeing you guys again very soon. Take care, be well. And thanks to everybody for tuning in today. Thanks, Thank Tammy. Thanks for listening to 716 Together. Listen for new shows on the air every Sunday morning at 6 and on-demand podcasts posted weekly. This has been a presentation of Cumulus Media Buffalo. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's always football season, wherever you listen.